tonight I'm going to speak to you about seasons. And um, I'm going to say I struggled on this one. At least I'm honest. Drew always makes it look so easy. I try to call him pastor, but he always makes it look so easy. And my father makes it look easy. And Taylor makes it look easy. Look easy. And so I'd sit there, and at 2 o'clock, I'm like, I'm struggling. <laughs> like, I'm really struggling. Like, I feel like I know what God has told me, and I can't seem to put my words to the paper. And that bothers me because I am not shy for words ever, ever, unless you tell me to be quiet. Then I'll, I'll be quiet. Long time ago, I had someone tell me that when you're called into a ministry— You'll always be in that ministry. So say if you're a preacher, you're always going to pre- be a preacher. Or if you're a pastor, you're always going to be a pastor. And if you're, you know, you know what I'm saying. So there's like that. And that just kind of bothered me. And I was like, I don't know about that. And I was young. I was real young. I was like, I'm not so sure about that. And I thought about it over and over and over. Seasons in life are real. We have four seasons here in where we get up. I currently am a spring-fall girl. I don't like to be hot, and this summer has really been difficult on me, and I definitely don't like to be cold because I can't get warm, and I don't like that either. So you can find me if you want to find me golfing. You'll find me during spring and fall. If you want me to be outside walking, it'll be in the spring and the fall because <laughs> I don't like to be hot and cold. <laughs> but we have seasons in the natural. We have seasons. When I was a child, I knew God had called me. I've told you over and over and over. Five years old, I went down to be saved. was radically changed by around nine years old. I had the Holy Ghost. And about 11 years old, around 11, I was talking to my mom today and my sister. I was trying to pinpoint a time. I was sitting on the front row of our church, and our church was real long and narrow. It seems to be what everybody did back then. It was real long and real narrow. And we had three sections, and in that front row, I usually sit on the front row. And that morning, I can actually tell you what shoes I was wearing. I know that's a shock. The shoes I was wearing was from my sister's closet that I was told no. So after everybody would go do their thing, I would go in my sister's closet, and I'd get out her shoes. They were kind of a wedge like this, so that you guys know this is a wedge. It was kind of a wedge. And they were white on the top, and they strapped up your leg, and they had a little white heel. They were amazing. And I was told, no, no, no. So everybody would leave. I don't know how I got them out of the house, but I would get them out of the house. I was sitting on the row, front row that Sunday, and I, <laughs> I will never forget, I was drawing because I'm so mature in my high heels. I was probably 11, 12. And I was drawing on that piece of paper, <laughs> And on that piece of paper, I drew a bus. And I took, looked at my friend and said, this is what I want to do someday. I didn't have a clue. The only thing I can think about is we had preachers that would come in their RVs, and so I kind of, kind of thought I might have put that back together. So 18, I got married and moved on to a bus with all my in-laws. My father-in-law asked me yesterday, he said, how was your anniversary? I said, it's been a blissful 34 years. (laughs) And we're still together, obviously. Taylor and Peyton were born during this time. We continued to travel. My uh, Preston was born during this time. It's my nephew. 
And Cardin really didn't spend any time on the bus. We were pretty much settled down. And that season came with a bunch of highs and lows for us. And one of the highs that I was thinking about today during that season was the song that Drew wrote. And it went number one in Australia. So I always have the people to say, I have had number one hit in Australia. Yeah. One of our lows was we lost three family members between a few of us within just a few short years. And that was a really hard season. It was a hard season for all of us. Things begin to shift. Things begin to change. Amy moved off. Amy and Wyatt had to go home. And that was tough on me, on all of us, because Wyatt was our drummer. They couldn't travel anymore. Her mom had passed away. She was one of those that had passed away. We found ourselves in a season of trying to figure out how to stay on the road. It was our income. Do we get jobs? Do we stay at home more often? I can remember us talking about it. Every weekend, I'd pack up our clothes. I'd move on to the bus, which was just a few feet away, and I'd move home every Monday morning. That was a lot of work. (laughs) That was a lot of work. But God continued to move during that season, though. And I remember some of those services with just the three or four of us out ministering. And God moved in miraculous ways. And then some more shifts started to take place. And we found ourselves at home with jobs. And that was another difficult season. And then it wasn't too long after we had really settled down. We had been attending another church, and God moved us once again. And it was a new season. And we went to three or four churches, and we're like, "Mm mm-mm, no, mm mm-mm. I was very adamant, no. And then I was telling Miss Vanetta, 2003 of June, we came here to this church, and I said, "Mm mm-mm, no. And my dad came to visit, and he said, you know, I told y'all before, you need to really pray about that church. And I was like, "Mm -mm, no, I'm okay. But during that season, we kept coming because we did enjoy the church and we did like the people and the people were so good to us. And the transition was actually probably easier than I made it. Taylor absolutely loved Royal Rangers. Is anybody else shocked? (laughs) He loved it, and they were big at Royal Rangers here. And so that helped us make that transition. So today when I was praying about this, it took me to the book of Ecclesiastes. Can't even hardly say it, and I did misspell it twice. Had to do the spell check. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. To everything there is a season. And a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Verse 3, a time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. Father, I thank you so very much, and God, I know you planted this in my heart today. 
Holy Spirit, when I entered this room after I had felt like I was through, you literally flooded over me and I began to speak in your holy tongues. And Father, sometimes it feels like the word is so hard to deliver. But God, I'm asking you to not let it be me, but let it be you and let me put myself aside and all the glory and all the honor go to you, God. Let this word touch every heart and every life, and we will give you the honor and praise. Amen. You may be seated. So even in the word of God, it says there's a season. I don't really remember anybody else talking about this growing up. Man, I was a church pew goer. I literally was drugged to church over and over and over. And then when I didn't have anything to do as a kid, we played church. So I don't know what else to do in my life. I just play church and go to church. All they ever talked about was going to hell and it was hot and you're going to burn and you don't want to go there. That's all I remember. And I am pretty sure they probably talked about some other stuff, but I really don't remember. And all I know is I don't want to go to hell because it's really hot and there's really bad things. So knowing all of that, as I began to grow in the Lord and I began to search about the calling of God, I do believe when you're called to a ministry, you're always called to ministry. John 15 and 16 says, you have not chosen me. But I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. We are all called. We are all chosen. Walk in your calling. Romans 11 and 29. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. And some of you may think, I'm not called. You are called. When you give your heart to God, you're called. Whether it's talking to somebody where you're out mowing a lawn, Brother Nick, that's a calling. You've got a ministry, Ben. You've got them one-on-one. They're going to have to run away from you, and you've got a mower. You can chase them down. You've got a calling. When you talk to people on the phone, I've heard you It gives you the opportunity to open that door. And God will use you. God will use you. God will use you. Calling is not just a pastor. It's not just the prophet or teacher evangelist. It says we are called to go out and bring them in. God may call you to a season of an armor bearer. God may call you to the season of janitorial duties. And I hope somebody accepts that calling soon. God wants us to be still and he wants to listen for his voice. Psalms 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The word still, I always feel like it's just like sit still because I have a really hard time sitting still. You can ask Drew, like I will be doing my thing and then I'll be like, I'm sorry, my mind went over here and I'm up, I'm moving, I'm constantly. But it actually means from the Hebrew word, it means rafa, which means to be weak. To let go. Hmm. Yeah, now you don't like that word, do you? To release it. Surrender. All those favorite things you want to line up with every day. Surrender yourself in order that you may know that I am God. Not me. He is that I am God. He is your refuge. 
He is your strength. He is your present help in trouble. He's your comforter and your king in uncertain times. He is your security, your center, your steadfast ruler, the commander of the universe, the Lord of hosts, the God of Jacob, the victorious the one, the one before whom every knee shall bow on earth and in heaven. That's who you surrender to. Be still and know that I am God. Surrender. Stop arguing and listen to me. I am God. God may be wanting to begin a shift in your life. And I'm just going to tell you, every time there's been a shift in my life, it is so uncomfortable. Sometimes it's painful. It stretches me. And it always requires more. Always requires more. He's trying to get us to surrender to our will, our way, and our life. All of it. And take hold of what is in store. That's what he's wanting from us. There's a song that says, lift your voices and say it's a new season. It's a new day. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing is flowing our way. It's a season of power and prosperity. It's a new season coming to me. And I love that song and I do sing it. In prayer this week, I heard a line, and the song was actually over, and there was a, the leader was just saying some things, and at the very end, it's real quiet, and I had the music really loud, and it said, the Holy Spirit has washed away the residue of your former season. And I'm just going to tell you, I did this, I was like, oh God, thank you. Because that residue is now gone. And that season of harvest or planting and sowing, sometimes it feels like it gets to be monotonous. But there's a new season. There's a season of harvest that's coming our way. There is a season that God is looking for us to, to just grab a hold of. We've had a shift. We've had a shift here at TFT. We've had a shift at TFT. It's made some uncomfortable. It's aggravated a few. Some withdrew and some have left. And then it has made some say, I'm in for the long haul. Some have rededicated to God. Some have thrown a towel and said, I'm all in. I'm raising my hands to a sign of surrender. I'm calling out, God, I'm in for the shift. I'm in for the new season. I'm ready, God, whatever it is that you have. So just embrace the season that God is taking you to. In that same Ecclesiastes, just remember what it says. There are so many seasons in here, and every one of them has a purpose under heaven. There was a whole lot of them. I won't read them to you. It's in my notes to read again. But I see and I can feel that you are ready for the season that God is bringing to us at TFT. Yes. Surrender so you'll recognize the season in your life that you are going through. And honestly, I know it seems short, 
Peyton, I don't have a song to play. God usually gives me a song to play. I just really want a rejoicing song. That's what I want. I want a song of rejoicing. God is moving here in this place. And this is what he said to me today. The supernatural is being manifested. Deliverance is taking place. There's freedom to sing. There's freedom to dance. There's freedom to shout. There's freedom to let out that war cry for the lost. Back in 2014, and I'm all, I've always been loud. That's not new. I've always been loud. Back in 2014, I stood at the front of the campgrounds with probably 500 kids. Drew and I both did. And we had several of our youth in one little spot. And it was about right there. And I think I've told you this story before, too. But there was that moment, and Peyton and these other boys were seeking for the Holy Ghost. They had prayed, and they had prayed. And man, it was so strong in the building. And you could just feel it. And I was just praying. I'm like, God, help him. Help him. Lord, bring him to that spot. Let him just release that. Let him release it. And Brother Hall kept walking back and forth. And he'd come over and he'd pray with Peyton. And he'd leave. And he'd come back over and he'd pray with Peyton. And he would leave. And I remember very vividly standing there. And I was just crying before the Lord. And he said, let out the war cry. You don't have to tell me twice. If you turn on my car right now, my car, there is some extremely loud music in my car. I was warring all the way to church, and it is skillet, just in case you want to know. God said, shout out a war cry and begin to war for your child, for my child. And I did, man. I don't know if you remember it, Peyton. I know he probably was like not even paying attention. And I'm standing there with both hands lifted to heaven, tears streaming down my face. And my son's on this side and my other kids are on this side. And I yelled. Do you want me to yell? Because I really feel like I should. And I yelled. I said, yes! And he began to speak in tongues. And then I said, yes! I wanted it even more, and I wanted them to be filled with the full, full, full power of the Holy Ghost. I wanted him to be able to walk out that day and say, I've been changed radically. I don't want him to go back to that thing and say, I, don't, I didn't get it, Mom. I didn't get it. I wanted to be obedient to the Holy Spirit so that season in his life would change him radically. Little did we know in September he'd have cancer. God knew. He began to speak in tongues, and I began to act like a Pentecostal. Pastor is giving us direction, and God is moving. I urge you to surrender. I urge you to lay it aside. I urge you to get on board. I urge you. It's an urgency Time is near, and we have things to do. And when we fall short in the Spirit and in the power of God, it only trickles down. There are souls to be saved all around us. There's souls to be delivered all around us. There's people that need healing all around us. And we, oh, there's a word, and I can't think of it, and we are the ground that's not the one I wanted but that's what we are.
We are the hub. There we go. We're the hub. I knew it'd come to me eventually. We're the hub. What season are you in? Boy, y'all are quiet. I expected by this time you guys would be up on your feet screaming and acting like I was. Peyton, play me some music. Stand to your feet. We're going to move into a new season. Old things have passed away, and all things are new. Would you rejoice in the Lord from your innermost being and give Him? Oh, you can act like I do. You can act like a crazy person. You can shout. You can run. You can dance. You can scream. You can do whatever you want. If you feel like moving out, just move right on out because God is in this place. The atmosphere has changed. The situation has changed. The deliverance has changed. God is doing a new work here at TFT and we are on the move. Would you just begin to move. 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 Just begin to move.